From WBEZ Chicago and PRX, this is Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. And I'm Jim DeRogatis. This week, we'll dig into our stacks of music to share some of our favorite new discoveries. Plus, new music from Shaka Khan and Solange. I saw things I imagined. I saw things I imagined. That's all coming up on Sound Opinions. You're listening to Sound Opinions, and later in the show, we'll review the new albums from Solange and Shaka Khan. But now it's time for another round of Buried Treasures. Greg, this is the name we use for uh, the stuff that we discover in between these episodes. It comes from listeners. It comes from enthusiasts writing about it on the web mm-hmm. and tweets. I mean, where do you, how do you organize it? I don't think there's an organizational theory behind any of this, Jim. It's stuff that comes across your see, radar. I have a folder. I yeah. have a desktop oh, I, folder. I have a folder, but, uh, you know, it's like every day there's a stream of stuff coming across uh, my desk, and uh, you, you, you try to pick and choose, and you wander into stuff that you, you have no idea where it's coming from, yeah. what it might sound like, and suddenly you go, wow, that sounds pretty cool. Discoveries. That's Dig why a little we, deeper. That's why we say buried treasures. They so were discoveries. A, a, this particular band that I'm going to talk about first, Jim, is a band that I've been paying attention to for, oh, roughly six months. They've had a string of singles that have come out. They're out of Dublin, Ireland, a band by the name of Fontaine's D.C., uh, and I've been impressed with every one of those songs. They have a debut album coming out soon this year. And uh, one of the singles is uh, a song called Too Real, which I think, uh, you know, distills what they're about very well. There's a literate streak to this band, but it's not in a pretentious sort of way. When they talk about their influences, uh, they mention all the great Irish poets. Mm-hmm. But then they also reference Shane McGowan of the Pogues, well, that is who was also Irish a great poet. Irish yes, poet, yes, yes. but in a more vernacular way. I think uh, one of the lines that I loved from the, the singer in the band was that our words are inspired by a combination of poetry and pub talk. Mm. And I think that sort of uh, common man approach to poetry. It's a very Irish thing, first of all, and they, <laughs> they time for are St. Patrick's Day. indisputably Irish. When you hear the first words out of the singer's mouth, you would know this, this is a band that identifies very strongly with its country and its traditions. The, uh, the video for this song, for example, was inspired by Finnegan's Wake, not oh, the James yeah. Joyce, you know? Yeah. So uh, you, you do have a band with these um, uh, arty ambitions, and yet it's uh, a straight-up two-guitar two quintet does not have pretension, any pretension about it at all. Too real from Fontaine's DC on Sound Opinions. No time for the passion loose from you, so ungrateful hands as it stands. I'm about to make a lot of money, gold hats in the pan. No time revolutionly with selfish needs outside as I cried. I'm about to make a lot of money, gold hats on the side. Is it too real for ya? Is it too real for ya? Is it too real for ya? Is it too real? The winter even settles down. 
The Brills and Beatles both in sky Six o'clock, the city in its final dress And now a gusty shower wraps The grimy scraps of withered leaves All about your feet And then the ringing of a twitching hand Six o'clock, six o'clock Is it too real for ya? Is it too real for ya? Is it too real for ya? Is it too real? Is it too real for ya? 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 Fontaine's D.C. with a song called Too Real on Sound Opinions, one of my buried treasures. Jim? I, you know, I was listening to this because uh, you'd picked it, and, and I was thinking, you know, it's like an Irish version of The Streets. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. Uh, maybe I need to listen to it a few more times. I wasn't getting it. A little talky singing, but... Uh, yeah, a little talky singing. I yeah. like it. I like uh, it. All right, good for you. Uh, I, I am going to go uh, now with a band called Kerchief. Um, they call themselves proudly Queer Alt-Rock. And uh, this is a really sophisticated and smart and endearing song, Evil Parts. They put out an album called Fluke. It's a rock and roll trio, uh, a little alt rock, a little uh, punk, um, a little underground kind of mix in there with electronics uh, added. Uh, I, what I love about Evil Parts is uh, the lead singer, Brittany Hill, is talking about a toxic relationship and how sometimes you are drawn to exactly what you should not be drawn to. Mm. You get sucked into this uh, uh, bad and unhealthy and detrimental thing that you're trying to escape, and yet there you are. Uh, Evil Parts by the band Kerchief on Sound Opinions.
Evil Parts by Kerchief. A really good album, Greg. It's called Fluke. They're from Tennessee. We need more rock from Tennessee. Yes, indeed, we do. My next artist is from California, Jim. Uh, she's actually in a band that I really loved from last year. I, I meant to get to it. A band by the name of La Luz with a record called Floating Features. I highly, highly recommend it. Very Tarantino-esque mm. kind of band, surf noir. I, You know, I could just see them showing up in a Tarantino movie with a cameo uh, because of the sound they have. Shauna Cleveland is uh, the singer in that band, and uh, she's got a solo record coming out uh, with a new, uh, with a sound that's a, a slight uh, shift from where she was with La Luz. This is more moody, atmospheric, a little blissed out, a little psychedelic, mm. uh, but still some of those noirish features in the music. I love it, sort of a haunting ballad. Uh, Shauna Cleveland is the name of the artist. The name of the song is Face of the Sun on Sound Opinions. Face of the Sun from Shauna Cleveland on Sound Opinions. I was loving those harmonies and that slide guitar. I was also thinking Mazzy Star. Yeah, it, it's got that moody, atmospheric yeah. thing going on. I think it's a really cool sound. Really good. Really good stuff, Greg. Uh, I am going now to New York City for a sister-sister duo that describes themselves as dark folk. Mariana and Alice Macquaya. Uh, Alice is a uh, Oberlin-trained composer who's done uh, scores for theater and film. And her sister, Mariana, is also uh, in a really cool soul funk band that would be a buried treasure for another day, uh, Smoke and Sugar. Together, they're doing something uh, 
really low-key and evocative and haunting, um, inspired by ghosts from the past, they say, the way we try to seek out those people we once knew who are, of course, still very much alive, <laughs> at least in our memories, right? Um, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not a folky. I love the fuzz box. I love the groove. But this is very affecting stuff. It moved me. The song is called The Grim by Sibling is the name of the duo, S-Y-B-L-I-N-G, on Sound Opinions. I found the grim, I found the I found the grim Arms wreathed around my waist, I saw Sibling, S-Y-B-L-I-N-G, Alice and Mariana. Cool stuff, I thought. I, I did too, Jim. I thought uh, those delicate harmonies floating above that piano was really stark and, and kind of beautiful and, and haunting uh, in a way that uh, I, I really liked. Yeah, really good stuff. You know, Greg, when we do these Buried Treasures shows, uh, lately we have been uh, sharing the joy and uh, talking to people uh, from some of the stations that air us around the country. We have invited Tariq Moody to share a couple of Buried Treasures. He's a DJ on Radio Milwaukee, Milwaukee's super cool independent music station. Welcome to the show, Tariq. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for asking. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you here. So uh, you know what the buried treasure idea is. We love to uh, dig deep and introduce listeners to stuff they may not have heard, but they really should. What have you come up with? Well, start off with uh, some music from uh, the Cream City here in Milwaukee. One artist that I have been a huge fan of, a uh, singer-songwriter by the name of Amanda Huff. First time I heard her, uh, it was actually maybe over a year, actually, actually probably almost two years she did a cover of Bjork's Hunter uh, from mm-hmm. Hemogenic, and it and just gave me, like, goosebumps. Not only the, the her, her voice is just her range of her vocals is amazing, her presence on stage even reminded me of uh, Bjork, who I happen to be a huge fan of. You know, that makes a lot of sense. Having listened to it, uh, I, I didn't know that. Uh, that makes perfect sense. What, what song are you going to play? Is this a release she's put out, or what's the story? Yeah, this came out late last year called Grave Talking. Um, the video is also kind of Bjorkish in a way as well, very visually 
stimulating, very cinematic. Like I have strong imagery, strong dreamlike imagery when I hear that song, Grave Talking. Cinematic. Uh, let's listen to Amanda Huff with Grave Talking on Sound Opinions. So that's got uh, that spooky sound as you were describing, um, Tariq, and I, I'm I'm sort of blown away by that low end on that song. It's sort of an indefinable instrument. It might be a synthesizer or something, but it, it really creeps me out. Tell tell me what and you're thinking, Tariq. Wordless vocal in the midsection. Yeah, so it's a pretty well done atmospheric. So is w- is the rest of her music like this? It is kind of all the pl- over the place. She has worked with uh, several electronic producers. She works live a band with kind of a jazz ensemble, so she does kind of jazz vocals styles as well. Yeah, that, that's so what I was, th- I was thinking. T- tell me if you think I'm off here, because I haven't seen her live, and you have gothic jazz. That's a good way to describe it. That's, that's um, how it hit me. I was loving it. Yeah, so if, if you remember, Bjork put out a jazz album long, long time ago, Glean Glow, I think it was called. She kind of does that style of jazz, traditional kind of jazz sometimes, where she's not really singing words, but more her voice has more, become more of an instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's, absolutely. That's what, that's, she cool. does with that, that's what she does with the jazz band. But then lately she's been working on her own material, own songwriting, and collaborating with several people, including some of the members of that jazz band, but uh, uh, a couple of other electronic producers here in Milwaukee. Excellent stuff. I love the gothic jazz. If you've got a buried treasure that we need to hear, call and leave a message on our hotline, 888-859-1800, or find us on Facebook or Twitter. After a break, Greg and I will share more under-the-radar discoveries, plus Tariq Moody of Radio Milwaukee has one more pick, too. That's in a minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim DeRogatis, and we're going through some of our favorite buried treasures of recent note, uh, records that haven't gotten as much attention as they should, but will eventually because we're talking we're about them. We're playing today. them, yeah. That's right. Today we're joined by uh, Tariq Moody, a host on Radio Milwaukee. Tariq, uh, w- do you have a specialty area on the show, a, a particular area of music that you um, focus on, or is it pretty much across the board? Uh, I normally have, uh, I'm on evenings, Monday through Fridays here from 9 to midnight, but I do have a show Friday nights from 10 to midnight. 
Uh, it's celebrating 14 years. It's actually started in Minnesota on the current called Rhythm Lab Radio. Uh, the slogan is basically redefining urban sound. Mm-hmm. So electronic music um, is a big part. Jazz is a big part of the show as well. Um, so it's it's a it's a unique take on urban music. Mm-hmm. You ever you ever make it, Tariq, to uh, Circle A, my favorite punk rock dive in Milwaukee? <laughs> I used to go there uh, quite a bit, but yes. I, I I feel like I can't. I get I get cramped and I get kind of nauseous. Yeah, it is <laughs> about tiny. capacity like like fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a walk-in closet almost, and a, and a nice house basically. Yeah, but shout out to Warlock. I love that club. <laughs> Have you got another pick for us? Yeah, um, uh, I've been like really loving jazz lately. This artist uh, is actually originally from Seattle, but based in New York. His name is I, I hope I get it right. Casa Overall. And he put out an album, probably the best album title in the last few years, at least in my book, called Go Get Ice Cream and Listen to Jazz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. And I found out, I didn't realize this guy when I like started listening to this album, that he's actually the, the DJ hype man with John Patisse on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He's a drummer. He's a, a composer, arranger, and a MC. He's worked with artists like Das Racist. He's collaborated with... Uh, Mayor Hawthorne, and the legendary um, Jerry Allen jazz vocalist. Oh, yeah, wow. So so why don't you lay a track on us, uh, Tariq? What do you got? So the track from that album is What's New With You. Um, it's just, it has this kind of like, imagine going to a, a classic jazz club in New York, uh, 60s, um, having a nice glass of bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Cigar, Let's go right and, now. Uh, yeah. And that's what it kind of reminds me of, but then he kicks in this kind of really... Lovely rhymes, um, kind of reminds me of kind of that diggable planet flow, mm-hmm. but uh, it melds very well with the music. They say two wrongs don't make a right, and I know two songs won't make it right. I used to check in before I take a flight, just to have good sex, we would fake a fight. Now I only see you in a bad dream. You came to get even with the sad king. The eye popper, I serenade a crown of copper. If she came to break her heart, you should never stop her. Blame you, I told you all of this before. Every time I cut your throat, you came back for more. Sweet love, if you really wanna be my demon. Pick an aperitif, at least we can have an evening. At the end, just smile as I lose my breath. Sweet something in my ear, I love you to death. Next lifetime, please stay away from me. And if we do cross paths, don't say you love me. What's the use of a half-truth with God's passion? Nail me to the cross and call me old-fashioned. I could have died. Cried tears for the baby. Seed sown. The gods just might be crazy. We did acid on Easter. Opened up my mind. All is well. Another place, another time. And now all I give her is a cold look. I move calm and collected like an old crook. All right. Fantastic stuff. What's new with you? Casa overall. Tariq, I was I was tripping on that line. I listened to this song two or three times in a row just to get to this kind of beat, poetic, sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to have good sex, I'll fake a fight. <laughs> Make up sex. Yeah, it's, it's his, his lyrics are just fun. I mean, the song titles are great. I mean, it's just uh, it's probably the most refreshing release of the year for me. Right it's now. It, it really blew me away. I, lo- I love this uh, record and. Um, I wanted to ask you, Tariq, uh, because I love the instrumentation on the record, that upright bass, piano, 
that sort of after-hours jazz combo feel that you were talking about, that 60s vibe. Is that a band playing, uh, instrumentalists, or is that a sample? I mean, how, how did they uh, get that part done? So uh, he's on drums. Obviously, he's a drummer, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. he, he does have a, a group. I know he does perform live with a trio here and there. Uh, that, that's awesome. One of the, a great, great couple of picks for us, Tariq. We've been talking to uh, Tariq Moody of Radio Milwaukee. Uh, Tariq, it's been great to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's been really uh, a treat. Greg, it's our turn again. We've got a few more Buried Treasures picks. What do you have? Jim, I want to highlight an artist named Julia Jacqueline. Um, you know, I think uh, by the end of the year, she's going to be pretty well known. It's not going to be a buried treasure for very long. She did make an impressive debut album a couple of years ago, uh, Don't Let the Kids Win. Put this uh, now 28-year-old Australian on the map for a number of people. She's still playing small clubs. I mean, she's playing a 100-capacity club in Chicago. Mm. I think by the, by the fall and winter, I think we're going to be seeing her playing in venues quite a bit larger than that. So I want to give people a heads up about this record, Crushing. Uh, right now, I'm putting this very near the top of my list of albums that I've really loved this year. And, and there are multiple reasons for that. Um, singer-songwriter, but with a twist. You know, when, whenever you mention the word folk to some people, you're automatically thinking, well, this is going to be pretty quiet and, <laughs> you know, a little bit reserved. Yeah. Um, but there's a toughness to her uh, wordplay uh, that I love. There's also a band involved, and there's a sense of intimacy about the record. I, I love records where you can literally hear the, the strings on a guitar squeaking from the human touch of, you know, their fingers on that instrument. Um, so you get that sort of in-the-room vibe and ambiance from this recording, which I really love. Um, and, and the songs, um, it, it, it's talking about a breakup, but from the perspective of a woman who's coming of age in the Me Too era, and there's a toughness there. There's anger and bitterness, but there's also this empathy um, that, that comes through as well that I think is really uh, refreshing. You know, in, in the song that I want to play, You Were Right, she's definitely recognizing the problems with the relationship, but except, except she's willing to probe a little deeper. This is one of the brisker songs on the record. The entire record is terrific. Julia Jacqueline with You Were Right on Sound Opinions. Yo 
You were right from Julia Jacqueline. The record is called Crushing on Sound Opinions. You know, I, I was thinking like, all right, this is all right, but she's no Courtney Barnett. And then in the middle of that song, you get to that noise explosion. Yeah, right. I'm like, all right, okay, yes, yeah. thank you very much, Craig. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to give you a treat now. We're going to Los Angeles. Frankie and the Witch Fingers. The epitome of that L.A. raunch sound, mm-hmm. and I don't mean Sunset Strip. I mean the really gritty biker kind of L.A. garage rock. In this case, I would say it's sort of like the helicopters uh, meets Queens of the Stone Age because on album number five, which is called Zam, uh, Frankie and the Witch Fingers is bringing in a little bit of the kraut rock, a little bit of the funk, right? And uh, what are they talking about? Who the hell knows? They they say proudly, uh, the lyrics are soaked in hallucination, paranoia, and lust. (laughs) You and I have visited Los Angeles for stories. Yeah, that's Los Angeles, right? This is the sound of L.A., three in the morning, cruising around. Uh, I just love this. I needed that this week. The song is called Realization by Frankie and the Witch Fingers on Sound Opinions. Frankie and the Witch Fingers realization. Well, I got to say, boilerplate until they got to that rave up part, and I'm going like you with Julia Jacqueline. The moment of enlightenment occurs into the song, and then you go, okay, now we're getting somewhere. I mean, that trick was old when (laughs) when it was the Count Five doing it in psychotic reaction, but it never. The yard birds, you know, give it to me every day. Exactly, we 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 love that. Uh, Next uh, record I want to go to uh, talk about noise, bringing the noise. Uh, A band out of South Korea. Slant. Um, I discovered this <laughs> this EP just sort of floated my way. There was a friend of mine. Um, we, we share a, an affinity for early '80s hardcore. You know, mm-hmm. Husker Du. You know, the yeah. first Husker Du album, etc. Land Speed record. That vibe. And you know, anytime a band come, you know, gives you a slightly different variation on that sound, I'm I'm drawn to it to see what new they bring to the party. Usually it's not much. It's just kind of regurgitation. Some people may accuse this band of doing the same thing. But 
I'm hearing in this in this group, and you you tell me if I'm wrong, but I think there's a level of not only craft but intensity here that puts this a cut above you know your regurgitated hardcore. I think this band is bringing a, a, a different take on it. They have uh, four songs on the seven inch EP. Uh, they barely get past the eight minute mark. This is the epic on the record. I believe it runs all of two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so it, it is kind of like one of their more ambitious tracks. But I, I just love the energy. You know, there there are days in this winter in Chicago that I just need to have a record like this on so I can just shout out the window uh, at the world, you so, know? <laughs> so I, I had a, a restless night, and I'm, I'm up at like 4.30 in the morning, yeah. right? And and I have the laptop, and I'm going to say, all right, let's listen to Greg Cott's picks. And I had forgotten that I had it on the whole house Spotify. Oh, jeez. It was pretty darn loud. And the first one I play is this, and it's like, wow, okay, <laughs> the pipes are cleaned out. Yeah, right. I'm not going to tell you what my wife Carmel said. Yeah, I can only imagine. This this is a band called Slant out of Korea with a song called Scorn on Sound Opinions. That is Slant from Korea with a song called Scorn from the Vain Attempt EP. Blink, and it's all over in less than eight minutes. You know, there's going to be listeners who did not appreciate that. Yes. But the ones who did, those are the ones that we need to go party with (laughs) right right now. I've got one more, Greg, to wrap up uh, this installment of Buried Treasures. I am going to Canada, uh, a group called Mise-en-Scene. And it's a little bit of that shoegazer thing happening. Uh, They've been kicking around for a while, doing really interesting work. A little bit of 90s alt-rock post-riot girl happening, uh, founded in art school by some really talented women. Stephanie Blondel Johnson is the guitarist vocalist. Uh, I think she's the the driving force up in Winnipeg for this band. Uh, you know, I, they're crossing a lot of lines, not uh, necessarily, uh, you know, with calculation. I mean, there's garage rock, like I said, there's shoegaze, there's, there's a little of that alt-rock 90s uh, scene happening, uh, and just really smart melodic songwriting. I had originally heard Same Hearts from their last album, and I said, no, no, let me let me dig into this new record, which is just coming out. This song is just as good. It's called Guts Slash Glory by Mise-en-Scene on Sound Opinions. When chaos ends, with
guts vertigule glory. Do you know what that's what, that's what a backslash is called? A vertigule. Well, you know you're, you are pulling out the ten cent words today. Well, Mr. I am. A, I am an English professor. There you go. Mise en scène is the band from Winnipeg. So I have a theory. I, I like that song. I, I think primarily for the wordless harmonies. Um, yeah. In there, and I, you know, I think we're in a wordless harmony renaissance, especially you know, in indie rock, yeah. indie pop. It's usually not celebrated for. The sophistication of the arrangements, the vocal parts. Well, people but usually can't sing. We're starting to hear yeah. those more and more on these records, and it's a good thing, I think. It's a, it's a trend for 2019. <laughs> that's going to wrap up this edition of Buried Treasures, but if you, our listeners, have got an album that's flying under the radar that you think everybody should hear, let us know. Give us a call at 888-859-1800, or you can connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. Coming up, we've got reviews of the latest releases from Shaka Khan and Solange. That's in a minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim DeRogatis, and that is Like Sugar, uh, the single from the latest Shaka Khan record, Hello Happiness, on Sound Opinions. Like Sugar came out last year. Uh, I was so ecstatic about that. I included it in my year-end mixtape. It was great to hear Shaka Khan after 12 years yeah. away from releasing a recording uh, to finally have this terrific single out there. Um, and it was a, it marked the beginning of a collaboration with a producer named Switch, uh, David Switch Taylor, who's uh, most famously worked with people like MIA and Major Lazer and, and Ruba Taylor, his uh, label partner. Now we have the full album, Hello, Happiness. Uh, Shaka Khan needs no introduction. I mean, what She's a, every what a woman. She is every woman. Uh, a classic soul artist from the 70s with Rufus out of Chicago, first of all, and then a solo career. Uh, collaborations with uh, countless artists, Herbie Hancock, you know, uh, Prince. He, she has worked with just about everybody, a who's who of, of artists, Aretha Franklin. Um, the career has had its ups and downs. She's uh, been very frank about her issues with, uh, w- with drugs and drink. She seems to be in a great phase now. She went to rehab a mm-hmm. couple of years ago, and she's back out there touring. And as I said, first new album in 12 years, Hello Happiness. We're going to review it in a minute, but let's play a new track. It's called Too Hot from Shaka Khan on Sound Opinions. Lord, I'm getting tired of being so lonely. I've got the fire inside that burns more than it lies.
Hot by Shaka Khan from the new album, Hello, Happiness. Um, Greg, I will never forget uh, two shows I saw in relatively short span. Uh, remember when she headlined Taste of Chicago, this big, silly outdoor Yeah, yeah, festival? sure. And then within a couple of months, uh, she played at the Aragon Ballroom with Prince. Mm-hmm. And Prince decided to do this thing where he was just the band leader. Right. He had Bootsy Collins, and like half the set was Bootsy, and the other half was Shaka. And it was, I mean, it was extraordinary. Yeah. Extraordinary. Um, you know, Shaka Khan deserves better than Hello Happiness. I like Switch. I like Major Laser. I love Shaka Khan. It is time for her to reclaim uh, a position in the spotlight. She's been through tough times. She's come out the other side. If she made a record with The Roots, mm. if she made a record with Raphael Sadiq, right? I mean, like, you have one of the best vocalists of the last half century uh, and a really good drummer, too, for that matter, I will say. And you don't let her sing. You chop her up. You 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 electronically sample. It seems like this is an album that is sampling Shaka Khan instead of one in which she is in the studio delivering that incredible voice that we all want to hear. It's self-consciously overproduced. I I don't often uh, quote from Pitchfork, in fact, almost never. But they said this is like hipster hotel lobby music. And it's like, oh, Mm. yeah, they're kind of right. Oh, man. It's a failed experiment, and I wanted a Shaka Khan album. I agree. Uh, I think uh, Shaka is a sidelight on her own album, which is a mistake on on multiple levels. You know, the Shaka allowed it to happen and that it was done to her. You know, it it, it didn't work. I think the idea was in in its infancy was was a good one. The idea of working with a contemporary producer who has worked with an artist like M.I.A., who in much the same way as Shaka Khan is very self-possessed, knows who she is, and can deliver. The track Like Sugar was a very promising start. You know, you notice on Like Sugar, there's that uh, Latin percussion breakdown. That's Shaka. Playing yeah. the timbales. Yeah, she's, great so she's a participant in that song. And even though there's sort of a sense of, okay, this is a producer-driven track, you know, Shaka's still very present on that track. Yeah, but, you know, all the great Chicago house music is producer-driven. Yeah. But they knew how to use an incredible well, female vocalist. vocalist. Right. And I, the reason I, I wanted to play that track too hot, I think it's an example of what this record could have been, because that's Shaka really driving that song. That's mm-hmm. her in the forefront. But she plays a background role in the rest of this record. 
record, and that is a disappointment. She deserves better. She's a 65-year-old icon who's still got it, who can still deliver, and she deserves an album that can showcase that instead of being just another add-on to uh, a a producer-driven record like this one. I saw things I imagined I saw things I imagined I saw things I imagined Things I imagined That is a track called Things I Imagined by Solange from the new album When I Get Home. Greg, uh, this is the fourth studio album by singer-songwriter Solange. They've all been stylistically diverse. They've all been a surprise. This one especially just Mm -hmm. kind of appeared out of nowhere after she teased it a bit on social media. But she's been going since age 16. Of course, she has uh, a sister who's gotten some notoriety. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, Solange Knowles, younger sister of Beyonce, uh, has uh, very, uh, with determination, followed her own path through through the indie underground, the cutting edge of electronic dance music, the cutting edge of of, uh, R&B and pop, uh, working with many interesting collaborators. That is the same here, as always. Among them, some big names, Pharrell, but also some uh, underground heroes, Panda Bear, Tyler the Creator, The Dream, uh, Earl Sweatshirt, right? However, she never cedes control. She had a vision for this album. It was um, in part about her hometown of Houston and about the idea and concept of home. Let's play a track uh, and figure out what, uh, where we stand on the latest from Solange. The album's called When I Get Home. The song is called Binz, B-I-N-Z, on Sound Opinions. I just want to wake up to the suns and sing the run. Hundred thousand dollars on the fronts and the plunts. I just want to wake up on goodbye on the app. In the rolls, that's rented, windows spinning. We got a big spinning, big spinning. I'ma get back on my feet, give me a minute. I'ma feel this in my thighs, like even in it. Young summer, young summer, give me a minute. Sundown, wind chimes, break it down. Never show up on CP time I just wanna wake up on CP time Wake up to them again, leave heat behind Get a presidential suite, leave with they linen In the rolls, that's rented, windows spinning Sundown, wind chimes, break it down One line, a line, can't no see me, no flex, be kind Dollars never show up on CP time that is Bins from Solange's new record, When I Get Home. You know, Jim, we were talking about what re- what song should we play from this record, and um, we hit on Bins because I think it is one of the most uh, uh, traditional-sounding songs on the record. It's an actual song. It's something that you, mm-hmm. has a hook, and you can th- uh, you know sing it later on if you wish. It's catchy, uh, <laughs> and it's a rarity on this record, yeah. um, You know, which isn't a, necessarily a bad thing, but... People who are expecting A Seat at the Table Part 2 are in for a surprise. A Seat at the Table is a freaking landmark record. Yeah. 2016, and it really set... I mean, there were so many things about that record that were important um, in terms of just uh, the description of a woman in full, a woman of color in full. At At the Black Lives Matter moment. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It was a timely record. Uh, There was an anger underlying it. It was very explicit, very specific 
about, um, uh, you know, what was happening in her life. This record sort of pulls back, and it's more about almost like mantras and phrases and chants. It's atmospheric. It's a 38-minute mm-hmm. mood piece. It sort of blends together. The first time you hear it, it's just kind of a wash in a lot of ways, you know? Where where does one track end and the other begin? It's very intentional. The, even the interstitial parts are linked with the songs, kind of in the beats and the mm-hmm. moods and the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And now my heart knows no delight. I boarded a train, kissed all goodbye. It's a very intentional uh, sidestep for her. But as you mentioned, she's not an artist that cares a a whit about commercial uh, fame. You know, uh, Beyonce's records uh, are are very much geared toward the marketplace. I mean, they're strong records, but uh, Solange is not thinking about marketplace at all. She's thinking about self-expression. There's a beauty to this record, but it takes some digging. It takes some time and some patience. There's an Afrofuturism about this record, whereas the previous record Mm -hmm. was talking about the here and now. In a gritty way. This is dreaming about something else, a, a different place. The notion of home is not a geographic location in this record, it is a state of mind. Solange, <laughs> Solange has said she was inspired by Steve Reich, Alice Coltrane, mm-hmm. Sun Ra, and especially Stevie Wonder. And the debate uh, among Super Solange fans is, was she trying for the secret life of plants or <laughs> inner visions? Right. You know, and, and I mean, look, that is not uh, uh, to deride her with a comparison. That's to say she's that good and she's that ambitious and the tapestry is that rich. I mean, I'm not saying it's as good as either of those albums, but boy, it's a wonderful ride, and it does deserve the three, four listens minimum that it's going to take you to begin to get into her groove. So, both of us enthusiastic about the new Solange, a little disappointed by Shaka Khan, but I hold out hope for Shaka, Greg. Let us know what you think of these records. Call and leave a message on our hotline at 888-859-1800. Greg, what do we have on the show next week? Next week, Jim, we are going to highlight some of the best live performances on Sound Opinions in our studio, uh, including artists like Cheap Trick, Common, and St. Vincent. For more Sound Opinions, listen to our podcast wherever you find such things. Sound Opinions is produced by Brendan Banizak, Alex Claiborne, Iona Contreras, and Andrew Gill. On Sound Opinions, everyone's a critic. So give us a call on our hotline, 888-859-1800. New messages. My name is uh, Matthew, and I'm calling from Amsterdam. I just heard the news of Mark Hollis's passing, and I am just deeply, deeply saddened. Those final two Talk Talk albums and Mark Hollis's self-titled album 
We're almost like portals to alternate dimensions. I feel like some of the happiest periods in my life have been spent just inhabiting those spaces. I feel like there's nothing else uh, quite like them. Super sad, but super thankful and grateful that they exist. Rest in peace, my colleagues. Hello, SS Ross. I heard your sound opinion track on Iggy Pop and the Stooges. As far as Fun House, both sides get an A+. Plus. Great music. Thank you. Hello, my name is Head. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Killer show on the Stooges, man. Changed my life. All those albums are extremely important. No matter how you break it up or look into them or analyze them. Look, I like lobster, I like chocolate, I like good drugs, but I don't want them every night. It is a commitment to give that record what it deserves when you sit down and listen to it. And uh, one of you guys gets it, and the other one doesn't. Rock and roll. What a fantastic review of Funhouse which is by far in my top five albums all, all time. I remember as a kid, my uncle pulled me aside as my parents and everybody else were listening to The Carpenters, Ray Connick, and his orchestra. He pulled me aside and said, hey, listen to this. He put on Side One of Funhouse. And I was just blown away of Iggy's just, you know, he's just totally groovy. Just a fantastic album, hands down. Hi, I'm really enjoying the, the Stooges show. It's really wonderful. My name is Vicki. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Every time you talk about Ashton, they ne you never mention Destroy All Monsters. We saw the Stooges at the Victory Burlesque in downtown Toronto back in, I guess, 73. And uh, we saw Destroy All Monsters at a small club in downtown Toronto. I can't remember the name of it right now. And Destroy All Monsters were great. Niagara comes out in the Boucher and Ashton, you know, his usual, you know, just blasting away. But unfortunately, the audience didn't like them very much, which was unfortunate because we loved them. Anyway, um, maybe you could play some Destroy All Monsters sometime. You know, Ashton was really great, and I believe it was his brother on drums in Niagara, but uh, quite frankly, I can't remember the rest of the band because I think we might have been inebriated. <laughs> have a good day. Thank you for your show. When I woke up in the afternoon, I was really bored, really bored. I was bored. I was bored. 
your messages. To share your opinions on Sound Opinions, call 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX.